All right, wall fans, welcome to yet another exciting edition of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and this is episode 30. That's right, banner episode this week, episode 30 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. We do have the live stream up, so bear with me if you are only listening on the podcast and not seeing any of the live stream, which is okay, because this is a podcast. I know, it's amazing. Even though we've added all these things like live streams and stuff, it's still a podcast. Subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, all those things. Enjoy. Even if you hate it, come and tell me how much you hate it. You know, that works too. I get some of those here and there. Uh, it just, it happens. It happens. So let's get into it. Episode 30, as usual, social plugs. You can follow us on many social platforms. Uh, one of the main ones being Facebook. So check us out. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also on Twitter at tell the wall pod, or just search, go tell to the wall. Uh, you can also follow my personal Twitter account, which is at magic Muppet, or just search my name, Sean or work. You don't, don't feel the need to put the one and only in front of that. You will be able to find me on, uh, on Twitter, uh, even without putting the one and only, because as a matter of fact, I'm not the one and only, I just like to pretend I am. There are much more famous Sean or works than myself. And don't forget, subscribe, like, share. You can find this podcast if you're only watching on Facebook uh, or maybe you're just listening straight through Facebook. You can subscribe uh, on Google Play Music, on iTunes or Apple, whatever they call it these days. I still call it iTunes. Yeah, I'm old in comparison to like the tech stuff these days, uh, as well as Podomatic, which is our main host. Big shout out to Podomatic. They do a good job of uh, keeping everything in line. Uh, as, and of course, really any uh, podcast app that you can find out there, it's on all of them, like Podstitcher and all these others. I can't keep track of them all, honestly. I think I've said that many times before. Uh, so all of those places, follow, like, share, tell friends, listen, enjoy, you know, crack open a beer. That's what I do for recording. We'll get into a little bit more of that because we do have a special beer this week, uh, which is extra special since it's episode, episode, episode. Ah, can you tell? I'm going to warn everyone right now, listening to the podcast, watching on Facebook on the live stream, uh, I have had, usually I have like one beer while I'm doing prep, and then a beer during the show. Today I had two beers during prep, so this show could really go off the rails very quickly. Very quickly. We'll see how it goes. Uh, hey, Kevin. I see my good friend Kevin is joining the live stream right now. Uh, again, and anyone out there watching on the live stream, feel free to comment. I will do my best to kind of keep up with all of that stuff. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to unpack this week. Some fun stuff. Really a lot of fun stuff, but then, of course, some common sense stuff that everyone needs to be aware of because there's a lot of ridiculousness in the world, and we're going to get into some of that as well. Uh, I do want to address one thing. Uh, we did miss an episode last week. This is a weekly episode. I record on Thursday nights. The episode posts on Fridays, so if, if you're watching, if, if you're around on Thursday nights, you can always watch on the live stream. Pretty much always doing the live streams, uh, but again, make sure you, you're subscribing, downloading, all those things. Even if you just watch on the live stream and don't actually listen to the podcast, still subscribe. Still subscribe. Give us, give us a, give us a review. Tell us how bad it is. Tell us how good it is. Uh, the, this, this all helps us to grow. Go tell us the wall and the overall brand of Go Tell Us the Wall. But like I said, always here Thursday nights. Uh, and we missed an episode last week. You know, these hap these things happen. I have a ten month old at home. Um, I've had things come up at times. Uh, and last week this happened yet again. Unfortunately, I don't want to get into it too much. But unfortunately, uh, I lost my. my my incredible uh, cat of 12 years, my, my little kitty figment, 
uh, passed away last Wednesday. She'd been sick for a while. Um, and we finally lost her, and I just couldn't bring myself to go into the studio. And a big part of that reason is this is actually technically the first episode of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast where I am completely solo in the studio. Um, now, you always say, well, you don't have guests and everything else. Well, no, I don't. But I have had, uh, I had my kitty Figment in the studio for every single episode of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast until this week. Um, and like I said, 12 years, it's been a little rough. I know people are, oh, it's a pet, it's a pet, you know, some, well, it's been rough for me. I'm just going to put it out there, talk about it a little more at the end of the show. I can't get into it right now because we don't want the show going off the rails too much this early, especially when I've had one too many beers, which I probably did because I didn't want to get, I honestly didn't want to get in the studio just by myself. I've said it from the very, 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 very first episode, excuse the noise in the room from the cat. And uh, unfortunately, this week, we will not have that. As much as it's nice to not have the noise, uh, I will miss having my, my little buddy in the studio here. Um, so now that that's out of the way, uh, I do want to just mention one thing. There's going to be some big announcements coming soon. Been taking some calls, been working on some things. I cannot get into details right now, uh, but we have some big, 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 big things coming down the pipe. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll be talking about it in the next upcoming... The, next couple months uh, as things unfold with this, but some big announcements coming soon for all of you on Facebook, for all of you listening out there on the podcast. Uh, things are growing, things are moving, and we are, we're looking at new things, and we're going to be doing new things and expanding and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, so look forward to that. Look forward to that, Wall fans. We're getting into that. So that's enough for the opening. Uh, maybe You know what? Let, let's give a little shout-out to the beer right now. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see it. If you're listening on the podcast, you can't actually see it, but I am... Actually, this week, drinking a, a limited edition beer that you probably can't even buy it anymore uh, from Stone Brewing, and it's called Punk in Drublick Hoppy Lager. Now, if you're sitting there going, Punk in Drublick, that sounds familiar. Well, if you happen to be a punk rock fan like myself, especially in the 90s, like myself, you may have heard of a little band called No Effects, and they had an album called Punk in Drublick. That's right. They had an album in the 90s called Punk in Drublick. Well... No Effects, specifically Fat Mike from No Effects, got together with Stone Brewing and created a limited edition hoppy lager uh, and put it out under the title of Punk and Drublick. Now, I went to the Stone Tasting Room a couple weeks ago in Pasadena. And the day that it came out, I uh, grabbed a couple six-packs of it, and I've been sitting on a six-pack specifically for episode 30 of Go Tells the Wall podcast. So that's what we've got here, Pumpkin Drublick Hoppy Lager from Stone Brewing and No Effects. Uh, and if you read anything from Stone Brewing about their collaboration with No Effects, uh, you'll, you'll note that they point out Fat Mike basically got in the way, uh, which pretty much fits in with Fat Mike's persona. This is kind of what he does. He's, you know, he's a, a stereotypical punk rock star. I guess you could say if you're not familiar with Fat Mike. Check them out. Check out No Effects. Check out Punk and Drublick. And the reason that they've done this is there is a tour going on right now called the Pump and Dr Punk and Drublick Festival. Uh, it's just, it has like five stops. Uh, and it will be hitting up Huntington Beach here in Los Angeles, near Los Angeles. It's actually south of Los Angeles. I'm going to be checking them out on October 28th. I'm heading to this festival with a couple friends of mine for sure. Uh, so if you do happen to be in L.A. and go to the Punk and Drublick Festival, look for me. I got a big beard. It's hard to miss. Uh, no, it's actually really easy to miss because freaking everyone in L.A. has a beard. It's just it's hipsters. They took the beard. I'd get rid of mine, but I'm a little overweight underneath the beard, so it just helps hide the, uh, you know, double chin happens because I enjoy beer. I enjoy food. It happens. Uh, but I do recommend the Punk and Drublick Hoppy Lager. You're probably just not going to actually be able to get it. 
but if you can't get that, check out another Stone Brewing Company beer because I've never had a Stone Brewing Company beer that I did not like. Uh, so check it out. Drunken Punk and Drublick Hoppy Lager. should stop drinking the beer like i said if i had an extra one before the show today all right let's get into a little social media that was like the longest opening ever very fitting for episode 30 um man i've got websites open on my computer and i don't know what is happening here but there are some weird ads and i am basically looking at topless women uh and nme what is this site anyway we're gonna get into that that exact that exact topic anyway but i, mean, I think the advertising is getting a little out of hand uh, because underneath advertising for Macy's, I'm currently looking at totally stories with topless women. Not that I'm complaining, I just don't understand. I, like, I don't know why I'm getting this. All right, anyway, social media. Oh, that brings me to a funny thing. Let me, this is completely off off of anything we have set here. And I will I will consider this a PSA to all of you. Hey, Bridget, thank you for joining. Bridget, who is our, our pseudo on-air producer, she essentially keeps me in line every Thursday. We were missing her a couple weeks ago, but she does keep me in line uh, and keeps me, I don't want to say on topic because there's no topics, uh, but she keeps me in line and, and gives me those little tidbits when, and whenever I can't remember things. Uh, so thank you to Bridget for always being, Bridget, for always being there for, uh, for those things. Anyway, PSA for all of you. Remember, we live in a world where browsing history and all these things are compiled and this is how you get advertising. And I'm not reminded of this because I'm getting topless advertising because I'm looking at topless women. I, I would admit that. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know why I'm getting this. It's actually, I think it's actually stories about some TV show or something. I don't know. It's probably Game of Thrones. So much. <laughs> it is like hurting cats, Bridget. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> like, a, I, I've got not even gotten into anything on this stupid little notepad yet. Uh, but what I will tell you is we live in this wor in this world and currently live in this world where everything is so integrated. So whenever you search on something, especially with Google, they are pulling that analytical information and then they are spewing things back out to you. So it did remind me because I'm seeing these ads and I'm seeing Macy's ads because that happens to be where I buy some of my clothes. So that one makes sense. Uh, but remember, if you're searching for things, you know, like X-rated videos. Do they even see, say X-rated videos anymore? Or is it just called porn now? And you know, like X-rated videos, or something a little more sensitive, you know, like hemorrhoid cream or something. Remember that if you pull your computer out and then show it to somebody, you could end up with a weird advertising on the side of that. And in fact, the reason I bring this up is because I have seen this happen. Now I'm not going to get into names. In fact, I'm not even going to get into specific company or anything else. But there was a time where I was sitting in a meeting in a very large conference room, possibly a very large studio within Los Angeles and really essentially the country and the world, uh, and, and watching someone give a presentation from their computer. And when they pulled up something on their computer, just pulling up a website to then pull up a video or something, they had a nice little advertisement on the side of their their webpage uh, for, for KY Lubricant. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. You can get KY Lubricant, like, you know. <laughs> If you haven't used it, I, I would recommend it if you're in need. However, when you're sitting in a giant conference room with a bunch of people that you work with, you don't really want this KY uh, lubricant ad coming on the side of your page as you're pulling up YouTube or whatever the heck they were pulling up. Uh, as you know, I've worked in media pretty much my entire career. Um, so it's not like we're talking about people pulling up legal <laughs> documents or anything. We're just like, uh, and so this has happened. This has happened. 
Keep that in mind, wall fans. You're welcome for that. Just remember if you're ever using your computer for something else and then you pull it out to show someone else, you might have some questionable advertising on the side, uh, which honestly I don't even think KY Lubricant's even that, that bad of a thing, but it could be much worse if you're looking for internet porn or whatever it is. Uh, you could end up with some of that kind of advertising on the side. Personally, right now, with this website I have in front of me, because I, I tend to open the websites if I'm going to need to pull information, Bridget uh, does help me with all of that, but sometimes it's just not, you know, I got to have it like in front of me, uh, and, and that's why I have Macy's here right now, because Google knows that I buy all of my decent-looking clothes at Macy's, and I say decent because I don't buy t-shirts at Macy's, I don't know who the hell buys t-shirts at Macy's, uh, but I do buy, you know fancier clothes for the occasion that I do wear fancier clothes, which is very rare, very rare. Uh, for those of you watching on Facebook live right now, you can see that I'm simply wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Usually I'm in a t-shirt. Uh, I'm currently wearing sweatpants and I don't have any shoes on, so I, I, I really don't dress up much. I don't dress up much. My days entail uh, wrangling a 10-month-old and my nights entail doing things like a crazy podcast or whatever else. Although if I'm doing the game nights and, and live hosting, then yes, this is why I have to go to Macy's. You would think Macy's is giving me money. Bridget, uh, you need to keep me in line a little better here. What is going on? I'm just all over the place. Let's get into some damn social media. Social media. All right. I want to talk about one thing. And I've talked, I talked about this recently. I can't remember if it was the last episode or the one before that. And there was a guy who had his... Uh, uh, she is the cutest 10-month-old, Bridget. Uh, Bridge is talking about my daughter now. No, you're supposed to give me useful information. No one cares how cute my daughter is. You should, though. You should all care. Um, anyway, there was a guy, a, a father at Walmart who brought his daughter out in the parking lot because she was throwing a tantrum in Walmart uh, and decided to film her throwing a tantrum and, and like, ignoring her and, and talking about how he was trying to teach her a lesson by pulling her out of the store. Completely get it. Pull your kid out of the store, whatever else. Like, if they're going to throw a fit, pull him out of the store. However, I said at the time, I don't see any reason for him to actually put this on social media. Now, it blew up, and everyone was patting him on the back and everything else because he'd put this on social media, because he's exploiting his young daughter to get clicks on social media. Well, I'm noticing this more and more now with people using their kids on social media. Now, it's one thing if you're, if you're doing something uplifting. You know, you're doing something positive. But I'm seeing more and more of these punishments that are being put on social media. In fact, I saw one about a week ago where this guy, uh, his son, decided to pierce his own ear uh, or get his ears pierced. He wanted to pierce his ears. You know, this is like an 11, 12-year-old. Wanted to pierce his ears so he could look older. Totally get it. You don't want your kids doing these things, and they should be punished to an extent. But what this father decided to do was cut the kid's hair. And I'm not talking like he cut his long hair down to, like, your, your stereotypical male-looking hair, you know, no, no. What he did was he gave him the, I would like to call it the George Jefferson, you know, where it's essentially just hair around, you know, if you, if you see a middle-aged, older gentleman who's going to just have the ring of hair around the side and none on the top or the front. See, he shaved his kid's head down to this. Shaved his kid's head down to that and then posted it on social media because his, his son wanted to look older. So he made him look older. And it got me thinking. This one, not only to me is this ridiculous because you were using social media to get clicks and to become popular. And again, people are jumping on it like, such a good dad. such A, a monk cut. Thank you, Bridget. That would be the, the, the way to look at it. Monk cut. Uh, but people are getting on him. You're such a good dad and all this other stuff, you know, for punishing your kid. Now, 
not only is he putting this on social media, and clearly it is his, it is the guy's motivation to get clicks, you know? But to me, I find this abusive. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Let me know here, Wall fans. But to me, that's abusive. It's simply abusive. Because, yes, he's not hitting the child. He's not hitting him with a belt or anything else. He's not telling him to go outside and get a switch, you know? But it's abusive. He's cutting the kid's hair. Now, granted, the kid did something wrong, but he's cutting his kid's hair and then embarrassing the heck out of him on social media where it's going to live forever. It's going to live forever. And it's just the same as there's this dad that became super popular on social media because uh, his son, I think his son stole something, you know, probably stole some candy or something, and he took his son's Xbox outside and ran it over with a car. Ran it over with a car. See, I agree. I agree. I think it's exploitative at the very least. We can, you can debate me on the abusiveness of cutting the kid's hair. Like, you know, I, I can probably back off that a little bit. However, you're exploiting the kid. You're exploiting the kid for your own gain, for your own little clicks. And that's the world we live in now. So I just ask all of you wall fans, think about that. Think about that if you have kids and how you're punishing them. And think about that if you see this on social media. Don't like it. Don't don't commend them, you know. Now, if you agree, I'm not here to tell people how to think. To me, it's common sense that people shouldn't be exploiting their kids for clicks on social media. Now, yes, there's pictures of my daughter on social media. Most people have pictures of the kids on social media. That's more of, look how cute my kid is. And people are like, look how cute that kid is. Not, look how dumb my kid is. I'm going to post this video or this photo just so I can get some, gain some popularity, some fake popularity. You know, and then that's going to live on forever. So I just implore you, uh, think about it, wall fans. Think about it. Think about it before you click. Think about it before you're posting things. Because remember, it's out there in the world. It is. Uh, and in fact, that brings me to my next point with social media. And that would be, oh, the ridiculous James Woods. If you don't know who James Woods is, he's basically a loser. He's a bit of an actor. I don't even know what he's been in. Can anyone... Bridget, tell me what he's been in. I know he's been in stuff. I've seen him in lots of stuff. He was in uh, Any Given Sunday, where he played a uh, quite the villainous asshole, I guess. Uh, but James Woods is, is kind of my number one asshole right now, and has been for a while. For me, personally, this started last year when he got on Colin Kaepernick, which, as all of you know, if you've listened to the podcast in the past, uh, I am, I am, I don't want to say a fan, because I'm not a fan but I do appreciate what he's doing, and I respect what he's doing, and I respect his right to do that. I say I'm not a fan because I'm, I'm just, I'm not a, you know, if he was a patriot, I might be, you know, it's just, I'm not a fan of him on the field. I am a fan of what he does uh, off the field, you know. Uh, so when this originally went down last year, James Woods just went off on Colin Kaepernick and the NFL and said how ridiculous all of this was, and he said, I'm never watching the NFL again. That's what started with him started it for me because I went on to think so that was that was the final straw was a guy kneeling that was the final straw a guy kneeling for human rights that was the final straw let's think about the NFL wall fans let's think about it oh thank you casino that he was in casino uh, Bridges helped me out with James Wood let's think about that for a second wall fans think about people that have been in the NFL, that have been professional athletes in the National Football League. Think about that. We have literally had 
murderers, rapists, drug addicts, and animal abusers. Blatant animal abusers. And that's just that's just skimming the surface. So all that was okay with James Woods. All that was okay. But a dude kneeling or a dude stand like I mean he wasn't standing up, he was kneeling, but kneeling for human rights. You know, being a voice for human rights. That's what got James Woods bent out of shape. That's why he wanted to boycott the NFL. We'll fast forward to the past week or so with James Woods and Twitter. Uh, and forgive me, Wall fans, I don't have the name of the, the, the name of the film right off the top of my head. I, I should have written it down. This is the, the prep I'm not doing well. Uh, but there's a film that came out of one of the independent film festivals, uh, and it's actually, I believe it's based, based on a true story. Uh, and it's about a, 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 uh, a same-sex relationship between two gentlemen. One of them happens to be uh, like 24, and one of them happens to be 17, based on a true story. Now, I'm not going to get into the nuances of, of statutory rape and all that other stuff. We're, we're just not going to do it. Here's the thing. He, James Woods saw fit to go off on this film and talk about how ridiculous it was that there was a same-sex couple, one of them being 24 and one of them being 17. Now, this isn't even real. This isn't a movie. This was The movie was actually also based in Italy, where the age of consent is younger than 18. I believe it's 14. I Don't quote me on that, uh, but this would not be legally wrong. Uh, and we're looking at about a... a six to seven year difference on these two. Now, if anyone out there over the age of 30 is going to tell me you haven't dated someone uh, with a six year age difference, you're freaking lying. You're freaking lying. I don't know. Maybe you didn't have a big, long relationship. You dated someone. Uh, That's just a fact of the matter. Fact of the matter. You know, just let's all be honest. Maybe you weren't 24 and 17. Maybe you were 24 and 30, you know, Maybe you were 24, maybe they were 30, maybe you were 30, they were 24. Let's be realistic here. The real kicker on this is James Woods. Thank you, Bridget. I had a feel, I thought Chris was six years older than you. I was waiting for Bridget to say that her husband was six years older than her and confirm it for me. Uh, the ridiculous thing here with James Woods is he likes to date younger women. In fact, a few years back, when he was 60, 60 years old. He's older than that now. He was dating a 19-year-old. 60, dating a 19-year-old. This is a fact. This is simply a fact. I mean, this isn't rumor or anything else. This is a fact. You know? Now he's well into his 60s, and he's dating like a 24-year-old. But let's go back to 60 and 19. 60 and 19. That's 41 years, James. That's 41 years, James Woods. So you're telling me that's okay, but if you were 58 and she was 17, that wouldn't be okay? No, that's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying at all. What it is is it's a double standard. What it is is these conservative assholes think it's okay for some old, white, I don't even want to call him rich. I don't even want to call him rich. You know, we're getting into that, Enrique. I've got it on my, 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 my tabulation here. Uh, but a wealthy white man, who it's okay. Well, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a double standard. It's a double standard. So here's a guy, you know, a movie, based on a movie, and he's all been out of shape about that. 
However, he has no problem dating someone 40 years younger than him. Think about that, Wall fans. Think about that for a second. Does that even make sense? Does that even make sense? It doesn't. It simply doesn't. And then on top of that, it's a movie. It's a movie. You know, we're not talking about a pedophile. No, it's a movie. With a 17-year-old and 24-year-old. 17, who in less than a year, completely legal even in this country. Uh, so James Woods, go to hell. And he's been in an incredible Twitter feud. I would not recommend following James Woods, but he's he's been in an incredible Twitter feud uh, with Army Hammer, uh, who happens to be in that film that I was talking about, as well as Amber Tamblyn, uh, who has unearthed some information about James Woods uh, regarding her personally as well. Check that out if you want to. I don't want to get into a lot of it. I do want to call on one person right now, and that would be Seth MacFarlane. If you're not familiar with Seth MacFarlane, he's an incredibly talented individual. Incredibly talented. In fact, I watched his new show on Hulu and aired last last Sunday. Can't even remember the damn name of it. Bridget, help me out with that. Uh, the, the new Seth MacFarlane show. Uh, incredibly talented individual. However, he also is the creator uh, and producer of Family Guy. Family Guy Sean Fox. If you're not familiar with Family Guy, uh, get out from under that rock. Because even if you don't watch it, you should be familiar. Orville, thank you. Orville is the name of Seth MacFarlane's new show. Um, get out from under that rock. Because even if you don't watch Family Guy, you should be aware of what the heck it is. It's all over the place. It's like not knowing what Simpsons is. Here's the kicker. In Family Guy, the fictional high school in Quahog, Rhode Island, is James Woods High School. Not even making that up. James Woods High School. And in fact, Seth MacFarlane has had James Woods on the show multiple times as a voice actor. So I'm calling on you, Seth MacFarlane, because I know you're better than this. I know you're better than this. Get rid of him. He shouldn't be welcome back on your show, and you should change the name of the high school on the show, and you should make a big deal about it. You should make a huge deal about it for what he, the hate that he is spewing. Because regardless of how you feel about certain things, he is spewing hate. This isn't a... Democratic Republican thing. This isn't a conservative liberal thing. This is no, 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 no. This is him spewing hate. This is an this is an old white senile man. You know, remember when Clint Eastwood did this a few years ago and we roasted him incessantly? This is what James Woods is doing right now. We're better than that wall fans. We're better we're better than that wall fans. Oh, Chris is on too. Chris helped me out there. Um, all right, we're gonna move along. I do want to get into some fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, and one of those was, I happen to be looking through social media over the past week or so, and I'm always looking at like new trends, just because I'm curious what's going on. Um, and these hashtags, I've never been a big fan of the hashtags. I have, I have succumbed to using the hashtags simply because you have to. I have to do it with the podcast. Have to give recognition. Um, and just have to, it, it's just kind of one of these inevitable things. And I've, I've finally caved in to those. Uh, but some of them are, are really funny. And one of my favorite hashtags right now... <laughs> I can't even, I'm thinking about the stuff I was looking at the past week, uh, is hashtag why I didn't get the job. So I encourage you, if you're a Twitter user, go in and just search the hashtag why I didn't get the job. It's comedy gold. I will just give you one of my favorites that I found, uh, and that was someone that did hashtag why I didn't get the job and said, uh, I passed the drug test, exclamation point, and then like dot, dot, dot. Positive means you passed, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Because this is comedy gold. It's comedy gold. Check it out. 
Hashtag why I didn't get the job. Thoroughly enjoying it. I, I'm getting behind the hashtags a little bit more now um, for the entertainment value and simply for the recognition value. It kind of helps tie everything in. Like if you noticed, I posted a photo today with the pumpkin drublick beer uh, and hashtagged, you know, stone. And it's like inevitable. You just you have to do it nowadays, um, just to kind of give credit, uh, especially when you have sponsors and stuff. Now, nothing, nothing about the beer is sponsored for the podcast, um, but especially with sponsors and everything else. That's just kind of the world we live in now is the hashtags uh, and everything else. So I'm just, I'm getting used to it. It is what it is. Uh, but like I said, there's some funny ones out there. There's some ridiculous ones out there. Remember hashtag gray pants, gray sweatpants? Yeah, that was terrible. But check out hashtag why I didn't get the job. Check it out. Um, and on the same note of social media, I do want to point out again the go tell to the wall hashtag that I've been using quite a bit. Uh, and we've talked about it previously. If you're not familiar you can probably go back to a certain episode. I want to say episode 26, 27 around there. Bridget will probably remind me here shortly. Um, and that would be the hashtag of have passion. Have passion. I want to spread that as much as possible and not for Go Tell to the Wall podcast, simply because I want to spread that message of just be passionate about what you do. Be passionate about what you get involved in. And that's why I'm constantly using the have passion hashtag because I'm passionate about sitting here and yelling at a wall with you guys and getting on Facebook Live and recording podcasts and everything else. That's what I'm passionate about. I want to know what all of you are passionate about. Really, anyone. Spread the word. Hashtag have passion. If you're out there, you know, you're running a marathon, hashtag have passion. You know, you're seeing, you're seeing a movie you love. We lost a Facebook live stream. We're going to jump back on here shortly. Uh, we're, but hashtag have passion. I want to I continue spreading the word on that one. Absolutely. Hashtag have passion. All right. Bear with me while we get the live stream back up. Wall fans. Okay. We're going to get into a little TV film and books here. Little TV film and books coming up. Uh, first thing I want to get into this actually happened recently. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% positive if it was last night, um, but it was this week, I believe. And that was the season premiere of South Park. Honestly, I didn't even know South Park still existed. I just, I simply didn't. Um, but apparently it does. And they did something pretty ingenious, like super ingenious this week with their season premiere. Uh, and that was the integration of uh, smart speakers. The integration of smart speakers they did a fantastic job of it, and we're going to get into a little bit of that as well. I'm sorry. I'm just pulling up the live stream as well. You know what? We're going to leave. I'm going to get into the live stream here, and I will. Oh, that's right. We're having a little technical difficulties here. Bear with me, wall fans. Just bear with me. Uh, so as we were saying, South Park, they did a season premiere this week. I believe it was this week. Uh, hello, Facebook Live fans. We had a little technical difficulty there. Stick with us. Hopefully it's going to work. I'm not trusting Facebook right now. I'm just not because I don't know what the heck is happening. However, we were talking about South Park and their most recent season premiere of their most recent season, which, like I said, I wasn't even aware South Park was still around. I'm not a, not a watcher myself, but I do like what they did. I like and hate what they did at the same time. So for their season premiere, they decided to, to integrate, s integrate smart speakers. Smart speakers. So this would be like the Google Homes. And, and the Alexas 
or the Echoes, the Alexas, the, the Amazon Echoes, that kind of stuff. And so what they did was throughout the episode, the entirety of the episode for South Park, there would be certain times where one of the characters would say something and communicate with a smart speaker. I'm not going to say it. I was called out very, very long ago as far as saying it on the podcast and triggering other people's speakers, so I'm not going to do it. However, South Park and the creators of South Park and the producers of South Park uh, had no issue with doing that. They just simply didn't. It was interesting, uh, and it was setting off smart speakers throughout the episode, like I said. Now, this is crazy because I'm starting to wonder if this is going to be a new thing where a lot of shows are going to integrate this, and they're just going to continue doing it, and it's going to be a thing. Now... The scary thing is there's a little show called Mr. Robot that I watch on USA Network. Mr. Robot, I've talked about it many times on this podcast. I highly recommend it for anyone uh, who's a fan of television in general. Uh, so check that one out. However, it's about hackers. And it's about a not like an anonymous type organization. If you've heard of anonymous, they're a hacking organization supposedly uh, around the world. And maybe, you know, I, don't, I only say supposedly because I don't know for a fact. Uh, and so I, I can only imagine... People jumping out of their seats uh, if Mr. Robot did this and integrated a smart speaker, something that set it off. Uh, and for me personally, my Google Home is sitting right next to the television. It would completely set off the Google Home if they did something like that. And honestly, I'd probably jump straight off the couch. I would just completely jump straight off the couch uh, just because, you know, that would freak me out because I'm watching a show about hackers. However, an animated funny show, probably not as scary. Uh, so I do find it interesting. I do find it interesting. We'll see if there's more of this that happens, uh, you know, as, as things go on and, and whatever else. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Might be a new thing uh, where people are messing with. We t I talked about it a while back about Burger King, uh, how they had, had had programmed something in to, to make the Echo respond. Uh, or maybe it was a Google Home. It was one of the, one of the smart speakers respond uh, and actually pull up stuff about Burger King. It was interesting. So I think we're going to see more and more about that. Uh, continuing on with TV. There's a new show coming out that I'm kind of excited about. I haven't seen a ton about it. I've just seen trailers and everything else. And it's called Big Mouth. It's coming out on Netflix. Netflix is just really hitting things out of the park with what they're doing lately and, and, and all, of their different, um, all of their different original programming, which I find just well, most of it's very compelling, interesting, everything else. Um, but they have a new one coming out, new animated show called Big Mouth. It's going to be on Netflix. It's an animated show about puberty. <laughs> Uh, it's somewhat based off a true story, somewhat based off a true story, uh, and that would be the true story of Nick Kroll and his and his good friend Andrew Goldberg, who I believe is also a producer in the uh, television industry, and they put together this animated show, and it's all about like them as kids going through puberty and everything else. So I think it'll be interesting. Check out the trailer if you, if you're into those kind of animated. It's it's gonna be it's a little raunchy. Obviously, it's uh, it's it's like F is for Family that I've talked about on this show and some of those more raunchy animated shows, uh, or like South Park, like I just mentioned as well. Um, so check that one out. It is Nick Kroll is an actual voice on it, along with uh, John Mulaney. If you're not familiar with John Mulaney, he had a little show um, of his own a couple years ago. Didn't do real well, but he's a big time. Uh, uh, he's a big comedy writer, uh, also does a bunch of stand-up and stuff, so check that out. John Mulaney, Big Mouth, on Netflix, coming out soon. Uh, I don't have the exact date on that. Yes, I do. It's right in front of me. I'm finding it right now. No, I'm not, because I don't know where my cursor is. Can you tell we're having a little bit of technical difficulties? This is just, hey, ready to just walk away from this episode. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm ready to walk away from this fucking episode, because that's the kind of fucking day I'm having. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're just, we're going to be done. We're going to be done. Um, 
yeah, that's it. Let's do a little more film, and I don't even know what's happening here. I don't. I don't. And this is episode 30. This is supposed to be a banner episode, and this is what happens. This is what happens. Uh, technical difficulties, things mess with me, and I just, yeah, I'm fucking over it. I'm over it. That's three F-bombs. That's a record for Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I probably have to put this stupid explicit thing on there on iTunes and Google Play and everything else, and yeah, yeah. Mm, yep, yep, over it, over it, over it. Let me know, Wall fans, if you're even interested in this crap anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not interested. All right, let's talk a little more TV, film, and books. TV, film, and books. I talked about a little movie a couple weeks ago called It. It. Stephen King's It. Stephen King's It. Uh, and I had kind of wondered, because it had so much popularity behind it, so much, so much, such a big marketing push, uh, and especially with Stephen King and The Dark Tower, it just, it bombed, it did so terribly so terribly at the box office, completely bombed. Um, but then, interestingly enough, it came out last weekend um, and killed it, killed it. In fact, the projections were like 20 million and it did a hundred and something million uh, last weekend. So I, I would say I take that back or my, like I was wrong, uh, but I wasn't, I won't say I was actually wrong because I didn't say this is going to do bad. You can go back and even call me out on that. I was just, I didn't understand where the fandom came from for it, for Stephen King's it. And apparently the fandom is there. It's totally there, interestingly enough. Uh, and people were going out in droves to see it, to see it. If you're scared of clowns, just don't even go check it out. I won't be seeing it in the theater. I did see the, the mini series that they did on television back in the 90s. But I won't be seeing this one just because I'm not a huge horror fan. Uh, I tend to watch a lot of comedies and that kind of stuff. If you've been a listener of the podcast, you know I went to film school because of Kevin Smith. I went to film school because of Kevin Smith. So that should just tell you a little bit about the kind of movies that I watch. Um, and especially with the kind of stuff that we talk about on this show. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about in TV, film, and books. And I put this one in TV simply because of the industry it's impacting and the people it's impacting. I read an article recently on LA Times... Uh, past couple weeks, and there's another big, big layoff company coming with our favorite layoff company, and that would be the Walt Disney Company, specifically in the Disney ABC television group uh, team, which coincidentally happens to be the team that I worked on when I was at Disney and was in a huge layoff, and they're looking at a huge layoff, um, and I'm starting to think, like, Disney is really a professional at these freaking layoffs. They're an absolute professional at these layoffs, uh, and they're just going to continue doing it. They're going to continue doing it, and they're going to do it some more um, because money is what's important to them. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and I'm sure they have the reasons behind it. I'm, I, I don't mean to bash Disney completely. I will tell you they are like the greediest company on the face of the earth, uh, but I, I don't mean to sit here and bash them. It's just simply, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the people that are going to be affected by this. As this is constantly what's happening, ever-evolving industry when it comes to television and everything else. We've talked about Disney launching their own streaming site, getting away from Netflix and all that other good stuff, you know, um, just craziness. So we'll see what happens there. If you do work for Disney and Disney ABC Television Group, hopefully you're not going to be in that layoff. Uh, but my heart does go out to all of you because it's, it's rough, especially if, for these Disney lifers that have been with Disney for a very, very long time to then just completely lose their job, you know, after like 10, 15, 20 years. Um, cause it happens. They just, they just let them go. They let them go. Here's, here's, you know, here's your severance and go collect some unemployment. Um, all right, let's move on. 
We're going to move on to a little bit of music here. We are just going to do a little bit of music. And I have some news from our, I don't want to say good friend, but we are a fan of the great Mark Hoppus, who is the bassist and lead singer, uh, one of the lead singers of Blink-182. He's back in the news again. Uh, Twofold, actually. A couple different things. Well, same thing, but a couple, we'll unpack it a little bit. So there is an album that just came out uh, that was, I have the producer right in front of me. Um, I don't have the producer right in front of me. Yes, I do. I'll, uh, no, the song, that's the songwriter. Anyways, an album com- that came out uh, called Dog Songs. And a producer put this album together. It's all songs about dogs. All songs about dogs. This entire album, 14 songs uh, about dogs. And the reason they put this together is all the proceeds uh, for downloads and purchasing of this album is benefiting the animals of Hurricane Harvey. Benefiting those animals in Hurricane Harvey. Uh, And so all the proceeds, so check it out just based on that. But then on top of that, Mark Hoppus uh, wrote and produced a track for the album um, called Not All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, and don't be turned off by that song title. The interesting thing about this album is all of the songs on the album are based on songs from movies, or songs, based on dogs from movies and television. Completely based on um, dogs from movies and television. So they're kind of funny, and that's why this Not All Dogs Go to Heaven um, song title kind of makes sense. Uh, and the reason is that specific song that Mark Hoppus wrote for the album is about uh, is about the dog from Vacation. If you're not familiar with Vacation, I believe it came out in the late '70s, early '80s. It was Chevy Chase. It started uh, basically his his empire of Vacation movies, from Vacation to European Vacation to Christmas Vacation. We won't talk about that Vegas monstrosity that came out in the '90s because it's a monstrosity, and we're just not going to talk about it. Um, but that's what his song is based on. Is that dog, if you're not familiar with the movie, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Check it out. If you haven't seen Vacation, everyone everyone should like needs to see Vacation if you've never seen it before. So check it out. Chevy Chase and Vacation. It's based on the dog from that movie. You'll understand a little more. If you listen to the song first and then watch the movie, you'll get, get a better understanding of kind of the lyrics for the song and everything else. God, I told you this. I told you this episode was going off the rails. We are so far off the freaking rails. Pens. My pen is over there. I don't. If I need to make notes, it's not happening the rest of the episode. Just not. Um, I did talk a little bit about the Punk and Drublick tour. I've got that here in the music section, so check that out. Coming to Huntington Beach on October 28th, I will be dragging Bridget, my on-air producer, uh, to that as well. Because you know, good punk rock music. Everyone needs a little good punk rock music in their life. It, you just need it. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about in music. There's a reason that it is September in Los Angeles, and I'm sitting on the live stream wearing a hoodie, and that is because this is a very special hoodie. For those of you watching on the Facebook live stream, you can see the incredible face of Animal, the Muppet Animal, on my shirt, wearing some sunglasses, and it happens to say underneath this, uh, Muppets take the bowl. That's right. If you don't know, you haven't been listening to the podcast before, but I'm a huge Muppet fan. Huge Muppet fan. In fact, my playa name is Magical Muppet. Uh, actually, not really relating to my Muppet fandom. Just happened to be a happy coincidence. Um, and my incredible, beautiful, uh, loving wife for Father's Day got me tickets to see 
the Muppets at the Bowl. It was a little show they did last weekend at the Hollywood Bowl here in Los Angeles. Uh, they did three nights, and it was the Muppets take the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, and I will tell you right now on the podcast, on the Facebook live stream, that this is basically the best show I have ever been to ever been to and that's why I left there with an incredibly overpriced hoodie from Muppets Take the Bowl because it is the most it's hard to say most incredible show I've ever seen but I will tell you this I also went to see Hamilton a few weeks ago everyone's freaking the heck out about Hamilton freaking the heck out about Hamilton I would rather see Muppets Take the Bowl like five more times than see Hamilton like anytime I want now that's just me. I'm a big Muppets fan. I'm a big Muppets fan. Teared up a little bit. I'll be honest. I teared up a little bit. As I teased at the top of the show, I had a bit of a rough week last week. Uh, so when Kermit comes out with that banjo, you know what's happening. And in fact, I left my seats to run to the restroom because I went, this is a good time to run to the restroom. And I walked down the stairs. If you've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, it's huge. It's a huge amphitheater. Huge. It's a bowl. Uh, and I start walking down the stairs uh, to go to the bathroom. And I look down at the stage. And I see Kermit coming out with his banjo. And I knew right away. Right away. And I ran back to my seat next to my wife. And I said, I ain't missing Kermit with the banjo. And if you're not familiar with Kermit and the banjo, uh, go on YouTube. When you're done listening to this podcast, when you're done looking at the live stream. If you're still here, I had a little bit of a tirade in the middle there. I'm so sick of technical difficulties. I'm so sick of them. Just don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm gonna maybe start recording my podcasts on a wax cylinder, so I don't have to deal with technology anymore. And then I can hand it to some intern and say, "Digitize this," so I don't have to do it anymore. Um, anyway, YouTube it. YouTube. Uh, you can probably just YouTube Kermit on the banjo. Just YouTube that, and I want you to check out what song that is, uh, because I'm not even gonna get into. Uh, the actual lyrics here, because honestly, I'll probably tear up a little, which, and usually I don't tear up at those lyrics. However, with the week I had last week, uh, and seeing Kermit come out live with that banjo, uh, was basically one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, next to marrying my wife and the birth of my daughter is probably Muppets Take the Bowl. I'll be honest. And that's why I'm wearing a uh, ridiculous hoodie even though it's still quite warm in L.A. Although it's not really that warm. We, we finally cooled down a little bit. Uh, I think we're getting a little bit of rain here coming in soon. little thunderstorm system. I don't even know what's happening. But I keep seeing clouds. I keep seeing clouds. And they tell me there's rain coming. Um, oh, thank you, Bridget. Uh, Kermit does have a new voice. Kermit has a new voice. Uh, and I'll tell you, Bridget and everyone listening to the podcast and those of you uh, watching on the Facebook live stream. I had totally forgotten that Kermit had a new voice until after the show at the bowl. I to had totally forgotten. Um, so I think if you don't know that, that Kermit has a new voice now, uh, the voice actor for Kermit was, was fired months and months ago. Um, I'm not going to get into reasons and everything else, uh, but he was fired months ago. They brought in a new voice actor um, and really didn't skip, didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a beat. I wouldn't even have noticed, uh, wouldn't even have known except for the fact that I had read up on it, you know, and, and known that the, the voice actor for Kermit had, uh, had been replaced. So that's a good point. Thank you, Bridget. Um, all right. We're going to get into some tech now. Oh, we're so far off the rails. I just can't take it. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe. I honestly, if you're watching on Facebook, this this could be the only way you're gonna see this would might be on Facebook Live because I don't even know if I'm gonna post this this episode. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. It's not gonna happen, Facebook friends and wall fans, simply because of technical difficulties. Um, let's get into a little bit of tech. Actually, this is an important one uh, because something awesome happened, and that would be Nintendo this week announced that they are re-releasing the NES Classic. That's right. The NES Classic is coming back in summer 2018. So we have to wait like a year, but everyone will have the opportunity again to buy the NES Classic. You will have that opportunity again to buy the NES Classic next summer, summer 2018. I'm super excited because if you are a Go Tell to the Wall podcast listener, you know that I have been on Nintendo about this really since November, since it came out, and the uh, and the stock was very short. And you can actually buy an NES Classic right now if you go on Amazon and want to spend $200. Whereas the MSRP on the thing was $59.99. So you're talking like 100 and some dollars more, I mean at $200, $140 more, uh, but to most likely 100 and some dollars more than the original retail price. And I was calling out Nintendo like crazy, calling them out on it for creating this ridiculous fake hysteria over this NES Classic. Now, some of that was personal because I wanted an NES Classic. It came out on November 11th, 2016, uh, my daughter's birthday, literally her birthday, the day she was born. Uh, and that's why I didn't even have the opportunity to go out to the store. Now, obviously, I didn't need one that much because I didn't even think about it until the next day uh, when we were home. Um, but it did come out November 11th, and there's going to be more of them coming out. I will be waiting in line, and like I said, I'll take a little bit of credit for that, for giving Nintendo such a hard time uh, over the course of many, many episodes of Go Tells the Wall podcast um, because they are bringing it back. They're bringing it back. It's coming back, uh, and that's that's because of the demand because, you know, we live in that kind of world where you shouldn't just hold things back from people. Nintendo. All right, a new iPhone came out, or got announced this week. Yeah, everyone freaked out. It's almost like, I don't, here's the thing. I respect, if you're an Apple fan, that's fine. I get it. It's crazy when they do these keynotes and stuff, because uh, I think it was Tuesday morning. Was it Tuesday morning? It must have been Tuesday morning. I think it was the 12th. Uh, I go on, I'm scrolling through social media as my daughter's taking a nap. I'm like, geez, everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking. And everybody's watching the Apple keynote. Like, we got to watch the Apple presentation, see what's coming out. New and Everyone knew a new iPhone was coming out. New a new. <laughs> everyone knew the latest iPhone was going to be announced, um, so I'm sure that's why they were, were freaking out. Um, so I, I'm not going to get into details on it simply because I haven't looked at it that closely. I'm not an iPhone user myself, um, so it's kind of lower on my list of, of specs to check out. I will point out one thing uh, is kind of the new cameras that they put into these iPhones definitely caters to uh, selfie takers, selfie takers. Uh, and I've read that, that little tidbit I've read in a couple different places uh, where there will be catering to, um, I mean, the phone itself caters to selfie takers, which is interesting because that's just like that, you know, if you'd said 15, like it's not even 15 years. I mean, when the first smartphone started coming out, like the, it, there wasn't a huge priority on like front-facing cameras and selfies and everything else. You still had to turn your phone around to take it. And now it's, they've got the front-facing camera and all this stuff. I mean, I remember my, 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 my first BlackBerry didn't have a camera on the front. And actually, I think my first BlackBerry didn't have a camera at all. I think my second one had a camera on the back. Um, uh, yeah, 
it is North. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the live feed. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with these things. Everyone's going to freak out. The interesting thing is the the price point on it is $1,000. Um, so all the narcissists out there that are going to need <laughs> those awesome cameras for their selfies, uh, get ready to pay a pretty penny, $1,000. $1,000 for a freaking cell phone. Man, man. I just I can't bring myself to be carrying a $1,000 piece of uh, technology around in my pocket. Like, that's just too much. And I respect all the stuff that it's probably going to have and the cool coolness to it and everything else. It's just so hard to be like, I just spent $1,000 on this thing that's sitting in my pocket. I don't think I have anything that goes out on me that costs $1,000. I don't even think I have any watches like that. I mean, not my wedding ring. My, my wedding ring's not $1,000. Um, anyway, so that'll be interesting. There was an, one great interesting thing that did come out of the Apple presentation this week, and that was... It's actually, I don't think it actually came out of the Apple presentation, uh, but there are rumors, uh, and I think it's pretty much been confirmed, that there will be a new iPod coming out now. This is good and bad for me personally because I've talked about on the podcast that I like the smaller iPods. I still have an iPod Nano. Um, not the, I had the small, small one, and then that died on me, and I still have one of like the Nanos, that latest generation of Nanos before they discontinued them. And I like it for working out at the gym and everything else. Um, so they discontinued all those, which was disappointing for me because I know as soon as that iPod dies, I'm done. I will no longer be able to, to get an iPod, you know? Uh, but they are going to continue with the iPod touches. It looks like, uh, so you will still have something lighter than a phone. Um, and if you're not familiar with iPod touches, it's, it's, it's much smaller than phones, especially now that phones have gotten to this like five to seven inch size, uh, as they have over the past couple of years, it's still going to be much smaller than having like a phone hanging uh, on your arm, on your wrist, or whatever else, you know. Um, that's it for tech. That's it for tech. That's it for tech. I can't believe we're still doing this show because we're so far off the goddamn rails. It's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. In fact, let's have... Oh, this this will teach me. Only one beer before the podcast and then one during instead of two before. No, actually, you know what's teaching me? is technology is ridiculous. We're going to work on the wax cylinders. Wax cylinders, man. Oh, that's where we got to go. I'm just kidding. That would be crazy. Wax cylinders. All right. We're running a little short on time. The interesting thing is I'm trying to track my time because there's a big gap in there from when I was trying to fix the technical difficulties. So we'll see how this goes. Probably not even going to post this. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but we are continuing with the Burning Man segment. Now that everyone is back from the burn. In fact, that's how Kevin joined here. Kevin is... Freshly back from the burn, well, freshly a week ago, a week and a half ago, um, since unfortunately we missed last week's episode. Uh, I do want to address the elephant in the room, uh, and that would be what happened at this year's burn on burn night um, out at the burn. And if you're not familiar with burn night, this is when the man actually burns. Uh, and most of you listening have probably heard about this. In fact, uh, I my my parents had asked me about this uh and and that was that a a gentleman decided on that saturday night man burn night uh to to break the perimeter of the man burn uh as the man was was well well on fire uh, and starting to fall and and ran and jumped straight into the flames and the embers of the man burn it happened 
Uh, if you're not familiar with this and you're just now hearing about it, um, I wouldn't even say do any research. Here's the thing. I want to unpack this a little bit. The media really blew this one up. Um, I have talked to multiple people that were at the burn and saw nothing. Weren't even aware of it uh, until the next day uh, when, when certain burns had been canceled because the next day was actually like the last full day of the burn. Uh, they almost canceled the temple burn, as a matter of fact. And if you've listened to previous episodes where I've talked about Burning Man, you know how important the temple burn is to me, is to my friends, and, and, and much of my family. Um, the reason I want to unpack this is because how it, this is such a great example of how the media runs with things uh, and doesn't even necessarily have things accurate. You know, So things were coming out the next day about this guy. And there were reports that people, he had said this to people all week, that he was going to run into the, 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 the flames of the man. You know, and then there were stories coming out, uh, people saying that he was on drugs and all this other stuff. Well, here's the important thing to remember, Wall fans. And that's why I hesitate because I want to approach this correctly. The thing to remember is that it's not about all the other people at this festival. Now, granted, there were some people near that location that may have seen something and could probably use some counseling. However, it's not about the other 68,999 people or whatever. That's bad math. That's probably like 669,950 or so. The important thing is this young man, and his family. Because the next day, as all of this was unfolding, which was a Sunday, photos started popping up. Then videos started popping up. This man's family, he was 41 years old, had to see video and photos of their brother, their son, their grandson, their father, their husband, running into the flames at the man and committing suicide. And we didn't even know that he was trying to commit suicide. So the reason I bring this up is I don't want anyone to I don't want anyone to jump to conclusions. As wall fans, we use common sense. And even here, even if we do get some stuff to light that maybe he was on drugs or whatever else it might have been, the important thing is to remember that he has a family and how tough this is on them. So regardless of the decisions that he made, we need to consider his family. Now, this can be said for anything. This just happens to, to come up because I am familiar with Burning Man, and I'm familiar with the stigma of Burning Man, that everyone assumes this guy's on drugs right away, and maybe he was. I don't know. I didn't know him. But it shouldn't define Burning Man. It shouldn't, it shouldn't, uh, this shouldn't be shoved in the faces of burners, of his family, of his friends. It shouldn't be. Do we need to talk about it? Hell yes. Of course we need to talk about it. But what I ask is that you don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. Use common sense. And even if we do find out things, remember that it's still a tragedy regardless of the circumstances. Regardless of what drove him to do that, it's still a tragedy. It's still a loss of life. That's still someone's son that is no longer with us. Brutally no longer with us. You know? So keep that in mind, Wolf fans. Keep that in mind. 
Uh, and we're going to have more Burning Man stuff. I'm getting caught up. In fact, I'm going to spend some time on Saturday getting caught up with this year's burn. A couple people uh, will be seeing Saturday that we're at this year's burn. Um, since I wasn't, I will be getting caught up on that as well. Um, all right, I got to skip some stuff, and I threw my pen away. So I'm not going to remember what I'm skipping. So we'll see if we get back to that next episode. Uh, I do want to talk about two more quick things. Really quick, Red Cross. American Red Cross. Talked about it on the show so many times when it came to Haiti, uh, when it came to Houston, uh, when it just comes to their general practices. The well, story came out, and this is one. This is factual because Snopes checked it out and everything else. Uh, so Red Cross was in Houston after the hurricane, after Hurricane Harvey. And as you know, people donate to the American Red Cross like crazy. They donate, they give money, they give whatever else. Really, it's just money. Red Cross actually doesn't accept most things. They, they accept money, um, funds. What happened was uh, they had a bunch of stuff for animals, specifically for dogs, down in Houston to help out animals displaced by Hurricane Harvey. Well, they were moving on from Houston. They're getting out of Houston because Red Cross is done down there. Even though there's still a lot of cleanup, they're done. And because they had some leftover donations for dogs, for animals, they decided to throw it away as opposed to contacting anyone else or even just putting it somewhere to be given away. They started throwing all of this away, specifically about 600 blankets and 500 pounds of dog food were being thrown away. Luckily, someone in Houston caught wind of this, went and confronted them on it, and they and specifically they said to them uh, that they would collect more for what's going on in Florida. This is how the American Red Cross runs. This is how they run. They're interested in paying salaries and collecting donations and then moving on. Moving on. So they're moving on to Florida. We'll see what they throw away in Florida. Now, fortunately, some rescue organizations in Houston, which blows my mind that American Red Cross couldn't just pick up the phone. Some, you know, just ran like Google Houston Animal Rescue. I could do it right now. It's so easy. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing it right now. I'm not really doing it. I'm just pretending I'm doing it. And say, hey, we got 600 blankets, 500 pounds of dog food. You want it? Hell, yeah, we want it. No, they start throwing it away. This is why you don't donate to the American Red Cross. Don't. Find elsewhere to donate to. Find elsewhere. Buy the Dog Songs album. Hmm? Buy the Dog Songs album. That's going to help. It's going to help. Sure is. That's going to help. Uh, and that's why we just don't like the American Red Cross. I don't. I don't. Because they're shady. They are shady. All right. We're out of time. Uh, episode 30 has been an absolute train wreck. It's been an absolute train wreck, which is ridiculous because at the top of this show, I talked about some new things coming down the hopper and some new things we're getting involved in. Uh, we probably just lost all of those things with the train wreck that was episode 30 and the live feed of episode 30 that was an absolute train wreck. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Uh, this was probably the most train wrecky off the rails podcast yet, but it happens. Um, I do want to... I do want to talk about one more thing. Um, and that was what I was avoiding at the top of the show. And I 
twofold. I want to point out because a lot of people had a very terrible 2016 because a lot of celebrities died. All of their coke-addled movie stars from the 80s, you know, had things like heart attacks and, and passed away, you know, which is sad. It's very sad. Uh, but when you do a bunch of cocaine, these things happen. It's more people you knew personally. Fast forward to 2017. I've lost some real people in 2017. Real. And that came to a head last week. You know, I lost, I lost my grandmother. I lost, we lost our dog earlier in the year, and there's, I'm not even getting into to all of it. Um, but I will say, losing, losing my, little, my little cat last week after 12 years. Um, I mean, I had that cat before I was married, before I knew my wife. Uh, and there'd be many days when I was out. I was training for triathlons at that time, and I would... Uh, I'd come home and she'd be on my bed, you know, and that was, uh, that was kind of my rock. And a lot of that is because I, you know, I suffer from, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder. I needed that rock, you know, it just did. And unfortunately last week, you know, I had to, I had to literally watch her pass away it's it's been tough for me uh i come and go that's why i didn't want to talk about it at the top of the show again in and out of uh how rough it is um so i apologize that's probably why this was a train wreck of a show is i'm still dealing with it and she's not here in the studio with me um so just bear with me wall fans and uh i'll say it again Hug the ones you love. Enjoy the time you have with them. And just remember that, unfortunately, uh, time is short. Time is short. Um, and personally, I'm hoping that uh, 2018 brings me a little a little better luck when it comes to loss and everything else. But we'll see how that goes. Because life is life. Can't even get the podcast to work for me, you know, um, but it happens. It happens. And I'm going to leave you with that, Wall fans. I'm going to leave you with that. I don't know if this episode's actually going to get posted. If you're not completely scared off from the train wreck that was episode 30, uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Um, also on Twitter at tell the wall pod. Follow me personally at magic muppet. Um, and hopefully we'll be back next week. Like I said, we got some good stuff coming down the pipes that we'll continue to work on for all of you. Um, and please just share, don't share episode 30, share, go tell to the wall podcast. Um, tell your friends, if you enjoy it, tell your friends, if you don't enjoy it, tell your friends how much you hate it. I don't care. Just get the word out there. Um, but check us out social media, trying to get that, that up and running. Uh, the website is coming very, very soon. We're going the podcast-specific website as well as uh, SeanRourgLive.com, which will be coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and we will be back next week, barring any technical difficulties. And honestly, I'm out of pets to die. Uh, I don't, I don't have any more pets left, so that can't affect things. Um, unfortunately, I say unfortunately because it can't affect things because that's a good thing, but. It's uh, It's been a rough week. It's been a rough couple months. It's been a rough year, for God's sake. Um, 
But we're going to keep powering through, Wall fans. We're going to keep powering through uh, because common sense dictates that we power through. Um, and we got to have that passion. Got to have that passion, Wall fans. Uh, so with that, I will say this has been episode 30 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Uh, I am the not-so-one-and-only Sean O'Rourke. Thank you for listening, Wall fans. Remember, always have passion. And no matter what you do, no matter who you meet, no matter why you do it, no matter where you go, always, always, always use common sense.